Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the power of women building wealth. And yes, I'm talking specifically about women in this example because we are literally seeing this metric in real time, the measurable impact of women in this certain scenario with Taylor Swift dating Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. We are literally seeing women especially or specifically Swifties who are jumping over to the NFL to watch football who weren't before now that Taylor Swift recently went to the Chiefs game and is alleged to be going to the Jets Chiefs game this weekend. And again, we'll see by the time this episode drops, that game has already happened. So maybe she'll be at that game. It's rumored she's maybe bringing friends like Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Is it going to be Sophie Turner and all like the whole girls? Is it just Taylor? Is she even going like, ah, it's amazing. I am so feral over it. But we literally saw when Taylor Swift attended the Chiefs Bears game in Kansas City, which I was at that game. It was so iconic. Um, there was a 63% increase in female viewers age 18 to 49 over the previous Chiefs game. Okay, that's a stat from US Today. A 63% increase in female viewers aged 18 to 49. So these are women who normally wouldn't watch that game in that age range who are now watching it. And there were other wild stats too, right? Travis Kelsey, his jersey sales went up by 400%, mainly by women. His following went up by over 350,000 on Instagram. And there's so many other metrics I could go on and on about these measurable, the measurable impact of this shift or the measurable impact of women in this scenario. And I want to make this quick note on the power of womanhood before we get into this episode. I saw this this TikTok. I'll link it below. But in this TikTok, she said, Taylor and Travis are the perfect example why women are better partners and friends. Millions of Swifties will watch the NFL now, buy tickets and cheer for Kansas City just to support Taylor. I've never heard a man say, Ronaldo's girlfriend has a Netflix documentary. I'll watch it to support Ronaldo. We support each other so extremely and are so excited for each other because we know we don't know it for men. Now, I don't want this to come across anti-men at all whatsoever. 
but it does kind of call out this very interesting data that I was just talking about showing, literally showing this measurable, immense womanhood and support of each other. And this isn't just free support. Women are using their dollars to buy NFL merch, go to games, and even an increase in viewership or an increase in, you know, Travis Kelsey's following or increase in viewers on his podcast that also makes more money for him or viewership, like makes more money for the network, for NFL, for the affiliates. There is so much power in that right? There's so much power in that. And I'm going to touch on that in a second. But I want to talk about why it's so important that you build wealth and how you can use this idea of womanhood and supporting each other in community as a building block to help you get there. Okay. So to do so, I'm going to give this example and it's a little spoiler about what we talk about inside of Wealth Accelerator. And it's an exercise that we do on our welcome call. So again, you've probably heard me talk about Wealth Accelerator. It's our 12-week step-by-step program of how to get ahead with money and build wealth. And we always have a welcome call. And the welcome call is we go over housekeeping, we go over the details of the program, and we also do this exercise at the end where we go around, introduce ourselves, and say our biggest, wildest dream. Our biggest, wildest dream. If literally anything could come true and money was not a thought in your mind, okay? And then we go around and everyone says their biggest dream and then the next person goes, the next person goes, the next person goes. So I want you to think about your biggest dream. You can pause this, think about it, write it down, unfiltered, say it out loud right now. Pause, write it down, or say it out loud. I really want you to think about the first thing that comes up for you. And you can go go as a big as you can possibly go, okay? If everything, every wish that you said I would grant right now, what would you wish for? Okay? Pause, write it down, or say it out loud. Now, perhaps as you begin to think about this, Feelings of resistance come up for you. Not along with me, if you're like, I felt that. Where you, maybe a thought popped up and you're like, oh, I shouldn't say that. Or like, that's too much. Or I don't know, like I would maybe think that, but I would never admit it out loud. Or maybe if I said, you know, write it down, you'll like, okay, I'd put that in my notes out, but I would never say that out loud in front of a group. I would never tell my partner that. I would never say that in front of my family, that that's my biggest dream. That's normal if you feel that way, but let's talk about that. And when we do this exercise within the Wealth Accelerator on the welcome call, everyone else is nervous to start too. In fact, what often happens is the people who go first, they'll, they'll say a dream for sure, but then as it goes on, people feel more and more comfortable to allow a little bit bigger, to go a little bit bigger. So maybe somebody says, I would quit my job and start a business. And somebody else says, I would also quit my job and start a business and I would buy a house in Italy. And then somebody else says, 
I would quit my job and start a business and I would buy a house in Italy and I would pay off all of the lunch debt in public schools in my hometown. And then the next person says, I also would start a business and I would buy my dream house in California and I would um, pay off student loan debt in my hometown because that was such a great idea. And I'm going to go see Taylor Swift front row tickets and I'm going to pay off all the debt for my friends, all of my friends debt. And then the next person goes, and each person, not only did they feel this inspiration from the person who went before them to be like, wait, that's such a great idea. I want to do that too. But it also gave them permission to want that for themselves, permission to dream a little bit bigger. And so often we see this people who go earlier on in the exercise will then chime in in the comments and say, oh my gosh, I should have gone bigger. I should have claimed a bigger dream. I just didn't want to seem selfish or greedy because there's so much initial fear to claim that you want to build wealth and then actually commit to it. But then when you see your peers dreaming bigger, then you want to too. And so again, we go through this exercise and it is so fun. Like it's all over the place. People say they would retire their parents or other family members, pay off their friend's debt, hire a stylist, buy a farm for every stray animal in their city, pay off all the school lunch debt in their hometowns, go to a front row seat at at a concert, buy a house in Italy, start a foundation for a cause they care about. Like the list goes on and on and on and on. And again, as it goes on, they get wilder and wilder and and bigger and so much more exciting. So we go through, everyone goes through. And then at the end, I ask them an important question. I say, if I were to snap my fingers And whatever amount of money was needed to accomplish your dream was added to your bank account so you could go today and do every single one of those things that you just said you wanted to do. Who all would be impacted? Who all would it impact? And then every time they start to list out, well, I would be impacted, right? Because I want to buy a stylist and or hire a stylist and I would, um, you know, pay off my debt. And then they realize, well, but I'd be hiring a stylist. So, you know, the, the stylist would be impacted because I would be giving her business. And then my friends would be impacted because I'd be paying off their debt too. And my family would be impacted because I would retire them and I would also invite them on vacations to the house, my dream house that I just bought. And all of the students at the school that I would pay off the lunches, they would be impacted. And all of the unhomed puppies in shelters or even worse at like kill shelters or kill kill centers would be able to live because they would be at the farm that I would have. And all of these communities would be impacted and they keep going on and on and on. And it doesn't even stop there, right? If they paid off all their friends' debt, then their friends would be able to use their money in other places too. And likely their friends would impact other people positively too. And it would continue and it would continue and it would continue and it would continue. And here's the bottom line. Good things would be done. 
really good things, really powerful things would be done. And here's the deal. I want you to become wealthy. I want you to figure out your finances. I want you to do that so you can stop feeling stressed about debt and stop feeling embarrassed when investing is brought up and you don't understand. I want you to figure out finances so you can take the trip and have the memory and buy the hot dress and get your nails done. But I also want you to figure out finances because money is power and I know what power in your hands is going to do. It is going to do good in our world. And for me, the first time I really noticed this and realized this was that when I was in college, my mom got sick. Um, She was diagnosed with cancer. And at the time, I saw her working her ass off at her corporate job, being underpaid and overworked. And then on top of that, being sick. And there was nothing I could do about it. There, There was nothing I could do to help her. And there was nothing more in the world I wanted to do than to help her. And of course, I, I could help her. We, You know, my family, we would like send, we'd all take uh, videos. And um, like when she had chemo, we would all make homemade videos and like compile them together and send them to her to like brighten her day. Or, you know, we, we yes, there were things we could do to help in that scenario, but there was nothing I could do to change the situation really. And at that time, I mean, even like freshly out of college, it continued. And I mean, I was like barely taking care of myself, right? I was barely getting ahead. And when I started really grounding myself in the fact that it wasn't just that, okay, if I could have some money, if I could get ahead, then it, you know, it's selfish. And I would just like only be doing things for me. And I started really thinking about that if I had enough money to not only take care of me, but to take care of her, how powerful that would be. And there was nothing I wanted more than that because I saw the power in figuring out my finances. And that was a massive breakthrough for me because again, earlier when I was telling you about that subconscious resistance of like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe I'm like dreaming too big. Maybe I'm doing that, whatever else. Like that's resistance toward the goal, but it's also likely resistance toward figuring out finances, resistance toward getting ahead with money. And when I finally acknowledged that and then grounded that in that this isn't just about me, I want to get ahead with money because I am going to do really cool stuff with it. I am going to be generous. I'm going to use my wealth for good and I can do both. I can get by, you know, buy myself an outfit I want or take a trip that I want and also do really freaking powerful things in my home with the people I love in communities I care about and in, in our world. And that, that truly changed how I saw building wealth and, Again, like that's what I did. A few years later, I bought my mom, um, my parents, but specifically my mom, a car uh, because that was a huge stressor because her car was always breaking. It was always in the shop and it was just not reliable and she she needed a reliable car. And then um, I think it was a year, a year or a year and a half after that, I retired her from her corporate job. And to this day, that is single-handedly the thing I am most proud of doing because 
it was something that even though I used money to do it and I needed money to do it, there's no price tag in the world that I could put on that and being able to do that because there's so much fucking power that comes with figuring out your finances and not just helping yourself kind of get up to speed, but having extra. And that shift again for me was so incredible. And this hasn't just happened with me. We've seen this happen so many times of people who have gone through Wealth Accelerator. And those are my favorite above all testimonials. Actually, in a recent round, um, it was like maybe two rounds ago, um, maybe three rounds ago, but it was in this last year. We had someone go through the program whose uncle went to the hospital during the program. I believe it was a stroke. And her aunt and uncle were like really stressed about it. They weren't sure how they were going to cover the hospital bills. And the client who went through Wealth Accelerator, she called the hospital and paid them. And she got to call her aunt and uncle and let them know that she took care of the bills for them. So they got to just go straight home. And they didn't have to worry about the medical bills that were following them. And they had helped her so much in her life that she got to then take their emergency and use the power of money and take care of it. And that's fucking powerful. Your money is power. But a huge barrier to getting to the point where you're adding strategy and investing in yourself and figuring out money is believing that it's fucking possible for you to get ahead. And here's the deal. I knew I wanted to do this episode because I've been having so many similar conversations about this, talking with a few of you in the DMs specifically about Wealth Accelerator because we're starting another round here soon. And every single time I have a conversation with someone who in this example, wants so badly to do the program. It's exactly what they need. They're a perfect fit for the program, but they keep talking themselves out of it. It comes down to the fact that they don't believe they're worthy or capable of figuring out money. They don't believe they can do it. They believe they're going to sabotage themselves. They believe they'll fail. And they're subconsciously feeling resistance in the same way That when I ask you or when I ask people inside of the program what their big dream is and that voice of doubt comes up from claiming what you actually wanted. And so often that is what stops people from actually taking the step to figuring out money. And here's where we're looping in what I originally talked about in the beginning of this. If you're scared to invest in yourself because you feel like you'll fail, then don't do it alone. Do it with womanhood. Do it in a setting where you get to watch other women doubt themselves, but do it anyway. Do it in a setting where you watch someone else pay off their credit card and get fired up because watching her do it gave you permission to do it too. Do it now so you can stop letting doubt keep you stuck. Do it now so you can start realizing how freaking powerful your money is once you know how to make it work for you. And again, if you want 
to walk through it step by step and you're like, I know, I just don't know how to. And every time I've tried so many freaking times, they never work because I just self-sabotage and I don't fall through or there's things I know I need to do, but I don't do them or there's things I know I need to do, but I don't understand them. So then I put them off and I just, it like I stay stuck. That is literally why we created Wealth Accelerator. It's our step-by-step guide to teaching you how to build wealth in a way that matters. And if you're listening to this in real time, our next round starts in October. So this is literally your last chance to apply to be in this round of the Wealth Accelerator. You are allowed to believe in yourself and you're allowed to build wealth and you're worthy of figuring out finances. And again, why I love Wealth Accelerator so much is because you're going through it with other people. I can't tell you how many times we've had a nurse who's in the program who posts about, you know, I'm a nurse and I just paid off a credit card this week. And then we have somebody else who's like, wait, I'm a nurse and I feel like I've been playing it safe. Like I want to do that this week. And we ask, there, there's so much just community and so much support and so much showing up for each other and so much just using money for good and using money in a way that's powerful. And when you see other people doing that, and then you have the strategy to add on top of that, you start to see results and you continue to believe in yourself that this is going to happen. Here's the thing. Take one freaking step today. I don't care what it is. If Wealth Accelerator has been on your mind, go and apply for it right now. If it is opening a high yield savings account and you've been telling yourself you need to do that and you haven't, go open a high yield savings account. If it is a email you need to send to HR to see what your 401k match is at work and to figure out how to set that up, send that email. Like whatever it is, I know if you're listening to this and you resonate with this, that there is something that you keep saying to yourself, I know I need to do that. I know I need to figure out finances. I know I need to do that. But then you don't. But then you don't follow through. And the reason, and then you're like, I don't know why I do this. Like, I know I need to do it. The reason is because there's resistance. The reason is because you're not believing and trusting that you will follow through. And that's okay. There's no shame in that. That's so normal, especially if you've tried and it feels like you failed and you tried again and it feels like you failed and you tried again and it feels like you failed. That voice is going to keep coming up and t- reminding you, you tried to get ahead with money before. Why, what's any different this time? Right? And this is when I want you to take a deep breath and remember that you're worthy of figuring out finances. You're capable of figuring out your finances. You are allowed to build wealth and you're allowed to believe that you are capable of doing that. Take one step today. Take one step today. Whatever it is that you keep telling yourself you're going to do and then not, I want you to do it today because when you take the step to start building wealth, you can use it as a powerful force for good. And that's what we're here to do. So take that step today. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast. I'm so in my feels this like just recently, but especially the last couple months about the power of community, the power of womanhood, just all of like the fun things, whether it's like girl math or all of the Swifties who've never watched 
football, like joining just to support Taylor and see her. It, like, I, I love it so much. And that like all, especially, um, the Swifties, like I keep seeing Swifties who are like, now I need to learn football. Like now I'm going to learn football. And again, football, there's so much jargon, you know, there's so many like confusing pieces of it, but it is so learnable. And that is the same thing with finances. There's so much confusing jargon when it comes to finances. There's such a barrier to the finance industry, but that doesn't mean it's not figure outable. That doesn't mean you don't belong here. You do belong here and you get to be the one who gets ahead with money. I'm so proud of you. I love you. Go out, take whatever that step is today and let's freaking go, baby. We'll see you back next week for another episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast.